Good morning. Uh, welcome to day 11 uh, of the Windows and Mirrors podcast. We're still in the story of Joseph. Um, and yeah, just like we left off last time, Joseph is in prison, right? In chapter 40, Joseph is in prison. And as a result of my man's not remembering Joseph when he got out, right. he's there for two yeah. more years. Yeah, you know, just once again, keep like, Joseph is in prison. Yeah. Um, and Joseph has a scheme to get out, mm. right? And his scheme is, yo, I did you this favor. Remember me when you get out. And what you see is that he's two years at the bottom of the prison cell waiting because once again, yo, your, your schemes do not work. Yeah. Nobody finagles their way mm. into God's plan or out of God's plan, mm. right? There's an aspect of, uh, we can work hard. We can do the things that we need to do. But at the end of the day, everybody needs to wait on the Lord. And that's what the Lord is causing Joseph to do right here, to wait on him. Yeah. And then like the crazy thing is in 4141, and we talked about it before, like is this big transition point, right? It's, it's, yeah. long, it's one of the longer chapters and it's very, very important because the story kind of shifts. So Joseph finally gets out of jail, right? Um, and so when Joseph gets out of jail, Pharaoh is having these dreams. Now, the Bible says that the wise men in Egypt and the magicians couldn't interpret Pharaoh's dreams. And so mm -hmm. um, Joseph gets out. He hears that this guy, Joseph, who was locked up, can interpret dreams. So Joseph gets out and interprets two dreams. Yeah. Now, the crazy thing is that people will miss, um, if you don't know the background, like in Egypt, Pharaohs were considered by the ancient Egyptians as divine. And mm -hmm. so for him to not be able to interpret his own dream says that uh, Yahweh is right. the real and true and only God, That's and dope. he is sovereign over all affairs, right? The spiritual yeah. realm, the physical realm, like everything. God is sovereign and in control of yeah. everything. And that's why Joseph, when he asked him, like, yo, you can you can interpret dreams. You that dude. Pharaoh's like, you <laughs> right. dude. Joseph's like, no, 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 no. Like, the interpretation nah, belongs to God, you know? Ah, uh -huh. yep. Which is different than, yo, when you get out, don't forget about what I did for you, right? right. <laughs> that there's an aspect to it. Yeah, yo, it even seems like God left him in the jail for an additional two years just to bake a little more. Like, mm. nah, Joseph, hey, there's some place that I want to take you and there's something that we're going to do. But in order for us to make sure that when you get there, you don't forget about me, yeah. I just want you to remember that it was me that, that, that did it, not you. Mm. And Joseph does. So much so that to the point is um, 41 verse 52, right? As he's naming his kids, right? Yeah. And I don't want to get extra here, but it's like, yo, names are important things. Absolutely. Not just for the character development of the person, but every time you call your kid by your name or by their name, mm -hmm. when meaning is infused, like it's a way to restate like what God has done. His second son, yeah, he names him. Ephraim. Mm. And it goes on to say, uh, I named him that because God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction, right? What a testimony. What, what he's saying is, yo, it doesn't matter where I am. So long as God is with me, I can be fruitful. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then like, like you said, man, he just, it felt like God left him there for another two years to bake. I love that because <laughs> What, what Joseph shows here in this text is humility, right? Right. And, and we see this theme all throughout the scriptures where like God um, humbles the exalted 
Mm. But he exalts the humble, right? Right. And so yeah. Jesus will come on the scene saying that. And we see that in the life of, uh, in Genesis in general, like Tower of Babel, they tried to exalt themselves, got humbled them by spreading them out, right? Right. Um, jo- Joseph here uh, humbles himself, right? And then God exalts him. He literally goes from the prison to the palace, my G. Like, right. It's crazy. And so- but Quick, quick too. Quick. That, that's one other thing about God, right? It seems like it takes God forever to work. God gave him this dream- when he was 17 years old mm. and he doesn't get into this position of power until he's 30 years old. So it yeah. seems like it takes God 13 years to work. And for the 13 years, it seems like God is continually making the wrong choice, the wrong choice, the wrong choice. His obedience doesn't make him prosperous. It only hurts him and harms him. However, man, at the end of the 13 years, Right, though it seems like it takes God forever to work, uh, once we actually see what God is doing, yeah. we realize, oh, He was actually finished before I even knew there was a problem. Ooh, right, and that's, that's the that's the confidence that Joseph has in God, and that's right. the picture once again that Moses is trying to paint of God to these people that find themselves free from slavery. Yeah, yeah. and so. Basically, like, again, the dream for Pharaoh that he had was basically that there was going to be the interpretation of the dream was that it would be a year of it would be seven years of prosperity um, in Egypt. And then there would be seven years of famine. Yeah. Now, the crazy thing is, John, like people don't realize is that, man, if Joseph hadn't have been sold into slavery, mm. if he had not went to Egypt, God wouldn't have been able to bless Egypt because they right. wouldn't knew they wouldn't have had the interpretation of the dream. Right, right. Right. So God said, yo, I'm gonna bless the nations in Genesis 12 with Abraham. This is a foreshadowing of how like him blessing the nations. He is blessing right. Egypt by having Joseph there. Yeah. Secondly, 42 yeah. tells us what? Israel, right? The people of Israel, Jacob's sons, yeah. find out there's grain in Egypt. And literally at the beginning of 42, Jacob is like, yo, what y'all standing around for? Like, go to Egypt and get some grain (laughs) because we're going to die, right? The famine finally hits. Right. And so what you find out is, no, 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 no. If not only would Egypt have been in trouble, but Israel would have been in trouble too because the famine hit them. Mm. And so, and so, and so literally like this seed that God had promised seems to be in jeopardy. If Joseph hadn't have went to Egypt the seed would have died off. Israel would have died off. The Messiah wouldn't have came. We wouldn't be yeah. Christians. We'd be dead in our yeah. sprite. Like all of these right. things and we don't realize it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, listen. And uh, uh, So fam, the storyline of the Bible repeats itself. So here, all right, I'm just going to put this into context. Joseph, yeah. right? Righteous, innocent brother sold for pieces of silver. Come on now by his brothers, Come on. right, yeah. was put in prison and left for dead. Mm. But this man sold into slavery by his brothers was brought up out of the pit, seated at the right hand, mm. and eventually became the bread of life for mm. Israel, right? You fast mm. forward to the New Testament, Jesus Christ sold by his Brothers, Judah and Judas, 
Mm. Both come from the same word that means to praise. Both yes. of them were sold by somebody That's whose good. name literally had the same root thrown to the bottom of the pit. Joseph, it was a prison cell. Jesus, it was a grave. But Jesus raised to life and proved that in John 6, what he said was true. Yo, I'm the bread of life. Had I not been thrown in here mm. and died and rose, there's no way that anybody Jew or Gentile, black or white, rich or poor would have been blessed. And this is what God's trying to do. God's just continually trying to show us, yo, this is what I do. I got it, yo. I got it. That's so good, bro. Like, I love how you bring in just Christ. And it's just even, it's so much more, even as we finish up with Joseph. But the crazy thing is like, he meets his brothers. They come to him in Egypt. They don't even recognize him. Joseph recognizes them. But Joseph is so like wise. He keeps him for three days for a little bit, you know, make yeah. him feel a little bit. But <laughs> then he sends him back. He's like, yo, man, go get your little brother, right? So I know y'all are not really trying to scout out our land right. um, and take over. And so he sends them back to go get Benjamin. Benjamin is their youngest brother. Benjamin is uh, Joseph's full brother because they both come from Rachel. And uh, when he sends him back, um, Jacob is like, yo, like y'all want... Benjamin, like y'all, I seen what y'all did to my favorite son. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know about sending Benjamin with y'all, right? Right. Um, but the crazy thing is, man, the narrative starts to shift and we see Judah, like, no, 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 no. Like, look, dad, mm. like it's on me. And Judah, like we see this like almost like character development, man. Right. And, um, the Bible is just so like real. Like he's literally like changing before our eyes. And he's like, yo, if something happens to Benjamin, like it'll be on me, bro. Like, right. and we see like this kind of like substitution He's promising, mm. like, man, I'll substitute myself. Like, if something happened to him, it's going to be on me, you know? And so he's kind of taking over um, the leadership here of the narrative, and he's going to bring Benjamin back Amen. to see Joseph. And uh, this would actually be beneficial for, yeah, man, the Israelites. So oh, That's dope, man. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Like, God chooses us when we're not who we should be, mm. but it's actually the choice of God that gives us the security to become who we are. And so, yeah, man.